Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And uh, we got another great hour and a special appearance by our man, Lamar Mitchell, the MGM Grand Director of Race and Sports. That's at the bottom of this hour. And obviously, he's going to recap a wild Super Bowl weekend in Vegas, I'm sure. Who, who's and that furniture guy, Chris? That what furniture was that? guy who bet like eight and a half. Oh, Mattress Mac. Who did? Who did? Who he had did the he Bengals. Bengals plus the points. He so he won. Like, I, Rob G. No, 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 win? Rob. He, you know, Mattress Mac is not a season better like the Odd Couple. He doesn't talk to guys like Lamar Mitchell because Mattress Mac bet it on the Bengals outright. Outright, oh, outright. Get points. That's why he. That's wow. why he got such good odds. Think, Rob, I know that you lose money here and there going to Vegas, right. Sheckle City. You know it happens. That's part of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Look at it this way. Mattress Mac, since 2022, the turn of the calendar, has lost over $18 million gambling on sports. I, I don't wow. understand. Why wouldn't he take points? What What was it? Uh, uh, Better odds for the outright win. So no, nine, but, right. $9.5 million on the Bengals, $2 million on the, uh, the Patriots before the playoffs started at 20 to 1 odds, 700000 on the Titans. And six point one five million on Alabama to win the playoffs. Oh my God! I don't even understand it. I thought he won because if he took the points, right? Like he would have won. Why would you you not? He wouldn't have got the. He wouldn't have got as good of eyes. So if yeah, but still, Chris winning more money. I get it. I agree with you. I mean, if you're thinking the Bengals are going to win, yeah, take the points. Right, I like, get it. Like, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just like that's just, what I did. The payout right. wouldn't be as much. Right. 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 But still, if you're betting eight and a half million, Chris, you're still going to no, make we, more. Right. If you're betting, right. if you're betting, well, actually, Robbie it was nine and a half million. If you're betting nine and a half million, take the points, America. That's I'm taking the, the points. Right. I'm here. like, wow. If you're betting eight, Rob, 50, how did you then do? You can get out did right. you bet on the Super Bowl? Yeah, I I bet that took the points. Um, so you won. I won. I won three separate bets. I had the the Bengals plus the points, the under as a separate bet, and then a parlay of both bet the under and the Bengals. So I won all okay. three. All right, um, Sean McVay. Interesting. Sean McVay is how what is, how old is he? He's he's it, it, good quote. He's thirty six years old. Okay, and Robbie said he's getting married this summer. And you have sound of this, Rob? Okay. He's 36 years old. He said he's getting married this summer. And because of that, Rob, he wants to really, you know, be there for his family, start a family, be there with his kids, his wife. And so for that reason, Rob, he's contemplating retirement. Now, I think he would come back at some point. But he's won a Super Bowl. He's been to two. Um, he obviously will be able to come back and get a job whenever he wants to. So I, I respect that. If if indeed he steps down, I'm not saying he will. I kind of 
you know, I, I lean toward him coaching again, you know, next but, year. But, 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 but the thing is, if he does, ju- I think I respect that for your family. I, I if that's think what he wants e- to do. Ever since Chucky, right, uh, John Gruden got that crazy contract, Chris. I'm not, I'm not saying as a, as a coach, but, but uh, the life he had, he was the highest well, paid. He, oh, yeah. At right. ESPN, he was the highest paid employee at ESPN before Stephen right. A, late, of late. Right. But before that, it was John Gruden, and I think he was making 6 or $7 million, whatever it was. But the point is, that's a pretty nice life without the aggravation of football. Abs- man, you are li- okay. like, and I, like, I always like, think seriously. this about, like, like in the NBA, Jeff Van Gundy or Hubie Brown, whichever coach you want to name. Right, you're right. I mean, I can call games and make millions, and I don't have the stress of you know coaching, Tony, of getting fired, the criticism. Right. You know what I mean? Like Tony oh, Romo has the greatest totally job in the United you. States. He has the greatest job, Chris, in the United States. He does 17 Aikman, games for Romo, CBS, right? And right. he makes 17 million dollars, <laughs> and you only work, Chris, four months a right. year. You only travel on the weekends to the games, right? You got the re- – I mean, are you kidding? Abs- you and are they absolutely have right. Researchers He's making more and- than he made. Yeah. Right. And they're throwing you information, Chris, and they have researchers. And you know the game kind of left and, and you right. Know the Obviously, game. they still study. You know how it is. You got to know all these right, players. Right, But they know the game. I mean, it's, it's, it's taking candy from a baby. So I agree. I mean, and that's the talk that McVay will get a TV job if indeed – he does retire. Why couldn't he be Gruden, Rob? He's been more successful. I that's think, my point. Is exactly, you know? Chris. That's my. I think that somebody talked to him. Hey, you're a young guy. You're a good-looking guy. You know what I mean. You you got the hardware now. You can market yourself and have a long TV career. John Madden quit, Chris, after what ten right. years and had a. And, and most and was and a phenomenal, phenomenal coach. coach. People and most people, people don't that. even remember him. As right. a coach, when he died, they had to remind people of what a great football coach he was, but he made a broadcasting career and was tremendous at it. Now, do you agree that McVay, at his age, 36, is that's really – I mean, because he started so young. He's still the youngest coach in the league. I do think he would come back at some point. But, you know, you you what's your opinion on him? Now he's got the Super Bowl. He's been the golden boy We've talked about it. You had a cup of coffee with Sean McVay and you were getting a head coaching job. Zach Taylor was under him. He worked with Kyle Shanahan. Um, so what is your take on LaFleur? Or, I mean, I'm sorry, McVay, if indeed he does step down. He's had a heck yeah. of a career. Yeah, so far. I, I don't know how great he is as a coach, and I'm talking about Clock management, plays, like like I've seen. It's like we talk about Shanahan. He's not as bad as Shanahan, Chris, who was his last three playoff games, but now scored 53 to nothing. You remember we talked about right. that. But but there's stuff in Sean McVay where you go, I don't know if that was the right play. What are they doing? Should they eat clock? They still gave the ball back to the Bengals with a minute 25. I, I, you know, maybe there's a yeah, lot of things that score. I think – in, inside, no, I get that. But inside the game, where people can question when he got undressed by Bill Belichick, remember he scored thirty-five points. They didn't make an adjustment enough, enough of an adjustment in the second half. If you remember that game, and so I, I don't know how great he is. They just mortgaged everything, which is fine because they got what they wanted, which was a Super Bowl. But I don't know. I really, the jury's out for me. I, if I had to pick one side or the other. 
I'm going to say he's not one of the great football coaches. He was a guy who they saw potential in. You mean all-time or right now? Yeah, right now. I I wouldn't say he's like – yeah, I wouldn't say he's like the greatest coach. Um, And I think that there are other people in the NFL, not just – I'm not not just me, but people who are in the game who look at the technical stuff who – who might who might feel like that as well? I, I'm I'm not convinced yet that it's it's about him. Uh, some coaches you look at, and I'll give you the perfect example. To me, I think Bill I think Bill Parcells is one of the all time great coaches. And Chris, he only won with the he only won with the Giants, and he won those two Super Bowls. Right? He went to the Super Bowl with the Patriots. But I remember like everywhere he went, Dallas and the Jets. They all got better. They were. I remember the Jets were one in fifteen under Rich Kotite, and two years later, Bill Parcells gutted the roster and had them in the AFC Championship game against Denver. And I and and then the next year, his quarterback Vinny Testaverde got hurt, Chris. So that was like it derailed the rest of you know their next step. But I can look at a guy like Bill Parcells and see that he can build a team and he can coach and. I, I I'm not if 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 it wasn't for a star-studded roster, I don't know for sure that McVay would be disagree would be more. That guy. I couldn't okay. disagree more. I, I I don't know what you're judging it by. I mean, the Rams hadn't made the playoffs when he got there in a dozen years. Aaron Donald was there. They had other good play. Jared Goff was there. They were four and twelve the year before McVay took over. He takes over first year. They go eleven and five. Second year they're in the Super Bowl. I mean, again, what are we judging by? It's about results. They had a lot of these players before, and they were terrible. And he took over and immediately turned them around. Now, yeah, he hasn't been around long enough to do what Parcells did in multiple places. But to say, and I get it, even if you wanted to say, He's not one of the all-time great coaches just because well, he's only coached for five years. But to say he's not one of the best coaches in the league right now, I, that sounds ridiculous to me. Yeah, I, I mean, I, clock I, I, management, we can talk about Andy Reid's clock management. We can talk about a lot of players, people's clock management. We can criticize a lot of coaches for a play call here or a play call there or a game where they weren't prepared. How about Bill, Bill Belichick? What was it, 47 Buffalo put on him? Two straight games they played the Bills, never made him punt? The great Bill Belichick? Yes, Belichick undressed a, a very young, green Sean McVay in the second in the Super Bowl. No doubt about it. But to, to reach two Super Bowls in five years, that is unbelievable with a roster that would, you know, largely a lot of it, was 4-12 and 12 when you took over. And, yeah, they went all in to get top players this year. Well, OBJ got hurt. Vaughn Miller was looking like a shell of himself before he got to the Rams. He got healthy and really played well. Robert Woods got hurt. They lost their top two tight ends. Cam Akers was out for most of the season. Like, they brought in freaking Eric Weddle. Who had been retired for two years? Yeah, but starting. But this team, I cannot take anything be, away because, from Sean McVay. The dude has the highest win percentage 
of any active coach that includes Belichick is 68%, 67.9. He's 10th all time in that regard. Yeah, but, I, they, but my point Been is that, two that, Super Bowls, that, that also – I mean, come if on. You give a, there with if you, Jared Goff. If you give a lot of coaches the roster and team that he has, I'm just – I don't know about – the team was 4-12 and 12 when he took over, right? Yeah, Jeff, you give a Jeff lot of coaches a 4-12 and 12 team, but they're that make them 11 and 5 No, but year? that doesn't always mean Jeff Fisher was a bad coach. It doesn't mean that Sean McVay – what, what was maybe Jeff Fisher well, was a, a bad, bad coach? Coaches because they missed All right? the playoffs so, for no. twelve straight so years. So just because somebody shows up, Tony Dungy was it. in Tampa Bay, Chris. And he couldn't win. And You're they put John Gruden You think John Gruden? You think John Gruden was a great coach? coach? I'm asking you. You ask John, John Gruden? Gruden? Was a, yeah, John Gruden. He won a coach, Super Bowl. No. Why, Chris? Yeah, but he, he went, had a he went he, to, his no. team was really good before he got there. Now he, you can't he, say that about the Rams. But he pushed them they over and won the 12. Super Bowl. Tony Dungy couldn't do it. He showed up. They won the Super Bowl. And then Rob, what happened? That, you can't compare what, what Gruden did. No, you Rob, just told me okay. that. I'm, all you I'm saying yell, is. You, okay, you don't, you don't have logic, so you scream. No, Go ahead, let not. me know when it's, I can talk. It calls passion. That's all. If you want to yeah, have your passion fun, cuts people if you want to have funny duddy radio, go ahead, Chris. Talk to yourself. All I'm saying is when I when talk they, to let yourself. Talk, that's all I'm if saying. If you want funny duddy radio, go, again, go, go ahead. Do it. Go ahead. I'm not gonna walk away like you, but when I'm when it's my turn to talk, let me know. No, you we done? gotta go to a break. It's 14 no, after. No, I determine. I determine when we go to the break. Let's go to a break. I determine when we go to the break. Let's go. Let's go to a break. All right, if you're done, you want a break, then stop. But I'm not done. Tony Dungy had taken Tampa Bay to the cusp. All right, they were a great team. And then John Gruden steps in and wins the Super Bowl. To compare that to what Sean McVay did is ridiculous. The Rams hadn't made the playoffs in more than a decade. Not just with Jeff Fisher, with several coaches. They were 4-12. and They hadn't had a winning season in over a decade. His first year, they're 11-5? and Chris, his next you just year, saw coach no, you Cincinnati broke. go you to the broke. Super Bowl. You, just you broke. Go they ahead. Go wins. eat your bologna sandwich. They were, they were four wins just last year in Cincinnati. See, Zach Taylor, the greatest coach, they went to the Super Bowl. Wow, Zach you, Taylor's you, a genius. I don't know. As part Zach of me, Taylor's what, a genius. He's Rob. the greatest coach ever. Okay, all right. Okay, uh, since Rob isn't taking now he's taking his break. Good. Zach Taylor... Yeah, y'all reason with me, people. Reason with me. They were four and twelve under Zach Taylor, Rob. Okay, you're you're comparing apples to oranges. You're smarter than that. Yeah, they were two and fourteen under Zach Taylor. Four and twelve under Zach Taylor, and then this year they did a good job. Finally, they weren't four and twelve under Sean McVay. My goodness, if you want to debate, will you bring some logic? Will you bring some reason? Will you bring some intelligence? Sean McVay is not a good coach. What does he have to do? I mean, really, what does he have to do? 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Your turn to wait. You with Rob or you with me? Can Sean McVay coach football or not? 
Your turn to weigh in, Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, it is The Odd Couple live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, you know where to go. It's called AutoZone. It's America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery charging and free battery testing. So next time you are having battery trouble, go to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination, 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in on Sean McVay. Can he coach or not? Eric Hello? in Chicago, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Eric? Okay, guys. Now, here's, here's what I'm looking at. In five years, this is his record, 11-5, and 13-3, 9-7, 10 and 6, 12 and 5. So in five years, he's been to two Super Bowls and won one. But Rob, you're saying that he's not at least a top five coach right now? That's not what I said. I said, I don't know if the hype about him is as big. When I look at certain games and situations and circumstances, like the, like the NFC Championship game against the 49ers, where he ran out of timeouts with 10 minutes to go in the game, that's not good coaching because he, he chased two, two uh, calls he wanted back to have them reviewed. He makes mistakes like that. It didn't cost him, He's but it could coach. have. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. He makes saying. mistakes. But, no but coach, yeah, Rob, no the great coach has done that. I get that. But, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm old enough okay. to have seen Bill Walsh coach, uh, Belichick, uh, 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 Parcells. Like, coaches, they do things like that at times. But that happens. And, I mean, five years, two Super Bowls, and he's won one. We can pick apart coaches all day, Rob. I love you, brother. But right. Man, dude, you're dude, but, but this is Eric. You got your you got your opinion. I have mine. I, I respect yours, but I, I disagree with you. That is okay? correct. That's all. I disagree with you, Sean in Sacramento. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. I'll go from another mother. My brother's behind the boy. Hey, what up, Alex? Weeb Nation, new podcast out, baby. Hey, what's good, what Sean? Up? We live in. <laughs> you know, it's lovely out here what's in Southern up, California. Man? My take real quick, man, is, look, Rob, look, I'm going to give you, I'm going to agree with you on the coaching thing because what what happened to Doug Peterson after he won his Super Bowl? Yeah, he Weren't was they great, just he talking about how, wasn't McVay just on the hot seat last year and now all of a sudden he's the talk of the town? I don't think we could crown him that early, but Rob, out of your own mouth, I remember hearing you saying, well, Jared Goff made it to the Super Bowl. I need Stafford to win it before I give him his prize. Here we are, baby. You can't run from it, man. Don't be mishugging on the radio, Rob. I know if Alex really wanted to pull up the tape, he could pull it up right now, but you got to give that man his flowers, brother. That's not what I said. Are you talking about Stafford now? Sean, Sean, that's not what I said. Okay, he won the Super Bowl. I'm just not ready to crown him the greatest coach ever. That's what I said. Well, uh, and who is, Rob? I'm talking I mean, about come Stafford, on. Rob. I'm, I'm talking about Stafford. Ain't nobody ready to crown him the greatest said. coach. You, you I, said what, what he's not even one say? of the top just, coaches I, in I the league. I already said Stafford won the game. Congrats. He, I didn't believe he could do it. I don't know what else you want, Sean. What do you want? Blackout Bundy in California. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, how you doing? How y'all doing today? Good, brother. How are you? Do you sell shoes? <laughs> no. Now, what I want to know, no, I don't tell you. You know Black Al Bundy from the show Al Bundy. I want to know. Yeah, who's he was a shoe salesman. 
That's what I'm asking. Well, no, I'm just trying to family treat you. You know how I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> I'm family teacher. Now, Gruden Super Bowl, you got to call that a fluke. He played against his own playbook. His buddy was coaching the Raiders. I'm a Raider fan. He played against his own playbook. How easy is that to win a game? You got the radio on in the background. You need to turn that off. Yeah, I mean, he Gruden, like I said, what Gruden did in Tampa wasn't comparable to what McVay did in, in with the Rams. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. You know him when you hear this funky music. MGM Grand Director of Race and Sports. I feel like he's a co-host of the show. We've been having him on so much. <laughs> Our man, Mr. Lamar Mitchell. What is up, brother? What's up, fellas? How you guys How doing you? on the day we after are the good now. What, what was, tell us what is Super Bowl Sunday like for you? Uh, it's a long day, but it's a great day. It's It starts first thing in the morning, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, and goes into about 12 a.m. the entire day. And getting our, you know, we can't be at the game, and, you know, a lot of people have big parties on Sunday, so I try to make sure we get the food catered out here for all the employees that are working these long hours so they have some type of party themselves while they're working. Well, I hope y'all caught that little flex, that little subtle flex at the at the invite only parties. You know, there I'm back go. and forth. <laughs> so, 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 so Lamar had the Bengals plus four and a half and the under, so I was feeling good. I thought the Bengals would win. You can have that. Yes, I can. You definitely cash. He's nice. Yep. All right, let's get to these questions, Lamar. Uh, when we spoke Friday. Uh, you said close to 60% of the money was on Cincinnati to cover, which they did. Did that right. figure hold through the weekend? And if so, like, did you guys end up t- on the Rams? Wow. So mm. even though the ticket count was, uh, it stayed in favor of the uh, Bengals about six to five up to seven to five, uh, as far as ticket counts on the Bengals, the big money uh, continues to come in on the Rams. So uh, the best case scenario we had was the Bengals cover and the game stays under. So it was a great situation for the house. Oh, wow, Lamar. Oh, so I remember you telling us last week that the betters were pounding the over earlier in the week. Obviously, the total came in way under the 48-and-a-half. How big of a win was, was that part of the, the gambling? That was a huge windfall because, you know, if it, if they get in that situation to kick the uh, game-time field goal, it's going to go over because, you know, you have overtime. Um, yeah, that that was, like I say, it was a seven-figure decision. It would have gone down to a six-figure decision win for us, and it was it was a good, good, like I say, it was good that it stayed under for us because everybody was pounding that over. Wow. Okay. Um, Except for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're smart, Rob. You've been listening. Yes. 
One thing, Lamar, that I've always wondered about is the in-game betting. Like, I know when the team jumps out early, you'll see the odds swing one way or the other. But when a guy like OBJ goes down in the second quarter, did you see a big rush of bets at the window? We did not see a big rush because most of those bets happen on the uh, BetMGM app. So our in-game betting at the counter was limited. But, uh, you know, the odds, we have seen that before uh, on the app. You know, when Tampa was down, going back, not Tampa, but when uh, Brady was down a couple years ago with the uh, Patriots when they beat the Falcons, they were down 28-3. to We did see a flurry of bets on the app on uh Buccaneers, excuse me, <laughs> Brady money line, Patriots money line, and that was, you know, with the app, it was crazy. But uh, here we didn't see that much, obviously, uh, with OBJ. Although at that point, it was, uh, it was, uh, you know, the Rams were in control at that point. We thought. Mm. All right, Lamar. Uh, we talked last week about uh, Mattress Mac, who bet nine and a half million dollars on the Bengals. I, I, I don't understand. Can you, how big of the uh, how big? Well, when you're talking when you're talking uh, about the points and the odds on on the money line like that, we're always gonna we know that uh, for the, this game here, the last game of the year, the public is always going to bet the underdog on the money line. So, in in a normal situation, we might have let's say in a three point game, uh, it might be minus one seventy plus one fifty. Uh, but we'll we'll skew it a little bit high or a little bit lower in this game here. Um, it's it's when you're talking about laying 110 and you're giving up points and you're talking about or you're taking the points or you're or you're getting the plus 160. Everyone sees that they're like this team is going to win the game outright. We had so many people come up to the counter and say. Well, I, I like the Bengals. I like the Bengals, and that score that was going around the internet was thirty-four, thirty-one. Everybody wanted to bet that. We didn't have that prop, but everybody right. wanted to bet the Bengals to win. So, a lot of people. That's why we didn't have a hard time cashing out because we had a lot of money line tickets on the Bengals. Wow, and and uh, you know he lost obviously, and I know he's rich, but nine million is still nine million. You feel bad for that guy? I mean, like, that he lost. And he's lost, like, $18 million over the last couple bad. years. Well, he did win his, he did win his uh, bet on the points, but he just lost on the side. So he's doing all right. I, I think. So what did know, he win, though? He, you said he, he, he bet. Did he bet points, Brad? He bet. Yeah, he came back and bet one. He bet one of his bets was on the points. Your bet he bet was on the point spread, and then he came back on the money line. So he loses the money line. So he, he oh, wins. so he did win. Okay, that's what I was right. wondering about he went that. Okay. One and one, right? One and one. Trust me, Rob. Uh, Lamar's loving it. You guys pay out money, so right. when you win, you want to win. I get it. Exactly. All right, here, Lamar. Earlier this week. The Nevada Gaming Control Board announced that almost $180 million was bet on the Super Bowl this year. That's a new record. In your opinion, like, is it is it betting has become more mainstream, so we're seeing more casual bettors like a Rob Parker come out of the woodwork, or is it that big bettors are just putting down more money than they used to? Well, I would never classify Rob Parker as a casual better because, you know, he's, he's, he's pretty sharp. You obviously he, don't listen to the results of Shekel City. <laughs> Shekel City is rolling. Shekel- it, it really is more casual betters. It's more people coming out of the woodwork. It's yeah. uh, the casual better. You know, I mean, uh, we do still have the big betters that come in. They throw. We're always going to have them. It, it could be, 
Joe Blow one day, and next day it's Joe Smith, or next day it's going to be this other person who's going to be the big better. But it's more the casual player that's coming in from Arizona or California or one of these other states that are betting. And so with it being legalized in all these states, people go to these other betting locations of venues in these other states, and they get to Nevada, and they're not intimidated by the boards here or anything when you come in the room. So they, they already are educated to know what they're doing, and that's why I think it's just going to keep going up and up and up and up. Mm. All right, last thing for me. The season is over. means one thing, which, of course, all eyes shift to the 2023 season. And the Rams are the favorite, of course. Are the Rams the favorite to repeat? Uh, normally, whoever wins is. And how soon do you expect uh, betters to start making their futures bets? Is that up already? Uh, the futures, actually, uh, the Chiefs, uh, six and a half to one is a favorite. Uh, the Rams, I believe, the second favorite. But yeah, typically everyone throws down a little bit here and there. Uh, right as to be there. Uh, it could be Jacksonville next year. I, I don't know. But, you know, it would be a great story. Uh, to somebody well, I doubt that. It would be a great story <laughs> to with some, a long shot, though. But, yeah, they're already coming in on those small bets, though. All right. That is our man, Lamar Mitchell. I hope this isn't the last time we get to talk to you until next season, Lamar. Absolutely not. Gotta, I'm, I'm here okay. ready for you guys. Well, you know, March I'll be in Vegas soon. I'll come check you out. Corner. Uh, actually, Mark, yep, you're talking right around the corner. Yep. All right, that is our man, Lamar Mitchell. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's the Odd Couple wrapping up a Magic City Monday, a football Monday, a Super Bowl Monday, live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. And we're going to wrap it up with a tweet from the great LeBron James. He was at yesterday's game, Super Bowl, and clearly enjoyed the halftime celebration. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem. It was funky, and he was enjoying himself. But, Rob, after the game, LeBron put out a tweet. Uh, Here's what it read. We, Dodgers and Rams, should all do a joint parade together. When when the Dodgers 2020, Rams 2022, and the last 2020. With a live concert afterwards, City of Champions, Grats win. Uh, your th- Typical Rams did not have quickly, though. The Rob G, they didn't have parades no, for the Dodgers no or the, the, yeah, or the Lakers. So. Yeah. But, but the problem is, A, if you're a Laker fan, I would be offended. The team is in a downward spiral, mm. and you're talking about a parade from two, two seasons ago. I mean, I just think it's ridiculous. <laughs> And most of the players on the current Lakers weren't on that team. So I just don't even – it came and went. It just was unfortunate. You missed it. Can the Rams have their own parade? They won. You can have a parade now. Why does he have to interject the, the, the Dodgers and the Lakers? It just seemed to me to be self-serving and, again, trying to get some of the spotlight in a night. If you want to say, hey, this is great for Los Angeles, it's the third team – to win a championship over the last two years, Chris, that's fine. That, but including himself you in a parade. You wouldn't say something about that? 
No, I that's think not I, said something. No, I don't. A parade <laughs> when the Lakers are as bad as they are is a, is ill fated. It's just it just doesn't make I, sense. I, I do agree. I can't rock with LeBron on this one. Um, it just it, it's over. I mean, Lakers fans are fretting, and we got a big time Lakers fan and Rob G can get on. Rob G, but they're please get on the mic. They're in the midst of a hellish season. I don't think they want to think about twenty twenty. And look. It's not to belittle that championship. Historically, it's great. What was it, banner number 17? It's fine. It's awesome. It cannot be taken away. But, Rob, that was two, three seasons ago now. Rob G., where are you on this? Nobody's really think that that just wouldn't – it just doesn't – no. It it just doesn't – It doesn't feel right. No, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, it's unfortunate. You missed it. And maybe he got the idea from this, like my daughters when they graduated – in 2020 from college, they didn't have ceremonies, you know, graduation ceremonies. And so they were down that they, you know, they didn't get to walk and all that stuff. And they are doing it, Rob, this year. Like, yeah, but that's something back to different. But they, but, we're going back to Penn, you Penn. But they're, they're not, but they're not, but they're not graduating with, with people from uh, Columbia and from uh, Oberlin College, well, no, you know, but, who graduated. But, yeah, but but I think it's similar in that it's, it's all L.A. I don't, I don't rock with the idea, so don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to defend it. I'm just wondering, is that where LeBron got Rob it Rob G., from? would you go? Would I go? I mean, people that, would go. it'd be fun to go. I mean, anytime yeah, there's a championship party, it's usually like a party, so you'd want to have fun. But as far as celebrating the Lakers championship two years ago, I'm not, I'm not on board with that. And number one, and number two, Shout out to uh, Mike Harmon, who who had this take on Twitter, and I, and I retweeted it. He's going to host the show after this one. The problem with having this joint parade is that the Rams would become the third team in that in that scenario. Right. You know, like, th- th- as much as the but Rams— This is a Dodger-Laker exactly, town, 100%. Why would they agree to that? They shouldn't, and I'm sure they wouldn't. But, um, again, to your point, Rob, this is LeBron trying to— Get in the mix. Anytime there's something good going on that he has yes. any kind of uh, remote link to, he he always likes to insert himself into those conversations. And and it's, it's just so many people. I mean, a football team has sixty people roughly. Like and then ninety percent of them, the people don't know who they right, are. So right. So you it. don't. They they need their own parade, their own day. I would be more in line with. And I don't think they should do this either. Again, we've moved on. All right, it's time. It's a new day. It's a new season. It's a, a season, two seasons removed. But I would be more down with if the Lakers just had a parade for 2020 and the Dodgers just had their own parade than joint parades with all three of them because Harmon's right. That would take away from the football team. This is their moment. Let them bask. That's what I say. Let them bask. Yep, LeBron couldn't help himself, though. I mean, yeah, I, I get it. I just couldn't. Like, it would have been nice just tweet out, congratulations to the Rams. Boy, what a time to live in L.A. and be an L.A. sports fan. The Dodgers won, we won, and now the Rams. Well, That's Rob, nice. is, is there a bigger fan of LeBron James than LeBron James, though? No. Wow. Nobody bigger. No, I mean, look at Mr. Look, Laker fan no, I mean, killing your best player. Look, no, but it, it, it takes a certain level yeah, of it does. <laughs> I don't know what the word is, you know. Self-serving? Exactly. To, to number one, think of that. But number two, it's not like this is the first time he's done or said something where he's inserted himself into a conversation into something, right. that had nothing and, and, to do with him. 
And then here's the other thing. So you bringing back the players you jettison out of here? <laughs> like, like, like Westbrook can't be on that. How, what, how do you even do that? We got to call up JaVale McGee That's a good and point. John Rondo. I hadn't, sir, and I hadn't thought about that. I mean, I, I mean, look. Like, all the, guy, like all we, the guys they traded like away. Got to bring them back. Ball in them. Right. But good point, Rob. Like, yeah, Westbrook, how would he? I would, that he would probably be a make part of it. feel even worse. Right. You would be alienating be your current teammates, wouldn't you? That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, it's just it, it wasn't LeBron's best tweet. Uh, let's put it that way. <laughs> just enjoy it. And, and look, if you here's the, the ultimate thing is this. If you want a parade, then go out and win it. That's it. Go hey, out hey, and win it this year. Chris, let me tell you something. This is for you, for you too, Rob. That tweet, what he just said, is going to be part of the Lakers championship DVD, chapter 13. Yeah, right. Uh, you no longer the LA believe City that. of Champions. You don't even believe that. Were you encouraged? It was a loss, but were you encouraged by their performance against Golden State? No. Because you can't. Okay, I just wanted you, to you, check. LeBron was one for ten at the end of the in the fourth quarter, and he and of course when it's the free throw time to win the game, well, this is why he does those step back threes instead of going to the basket. I knew he was going to miss that first. Hey, he hey, Shekel, he don't like the free throw line. Shekel, shit, Shekel, Shekel City, two for two so far. I need one more. Uh oh. It is the odd couple. Chris and Rob signing off. Keep it locked for Mike Harmon and Jason Smith because those brothers bring fire.